This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Who doesn't love shopping online? Trying to find a coupon code, though, can be a total pet That's why I shop with Rakuten. It's a free tool that does all the searching for you and instantly applies your savings at checkout. Plus, now here's the best part. You earn cash back on most purchases. Shopping in store? No problem. Just link your debit card to earn even more. You can download this on your computer or as an app on your phone. Check out our show notes for a direct link. Use our code and earn $10 cash back today. Hi, I'm Monica. And I'm the other Monica. And we are two Monicas and a microphone. Join us each week as we talk about nothing serious, seriously. We'll talk about life, differences of opinion, our favorite obsessions, and any topic we find interesting. That's a fact. (laughs) Oh, they're all interesting, aren't they? They are. They're definitely interesting to me. Uh, Even Zach has been listening lately and he's liked a lot of them. So I'm kind of impressed if I can impress my husband. Yeah, he doesn't usually want to sit there and listen to me talk nonstop for 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, I'm actually really pumped because we're getting a lot of new listeners every single day. It's so fun to go look and see that we have new downloads. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who's doing that. And a special thank you to those of you who have been sharing our podcast, uh, that's the only way we're really going to grow is if more people start talking about it. So friends, if you head on over to our Instagram, that's one of the best ways to help us grow this podcast. And it's pretty easy. Just tag your friends on some of our posts. We have a lot of interactive ones. Monica, you know, usually when we're podcast episode planning, we do a little run through, but this time we didn't have a chance to do that because we were so busy. So this episode is a total surprise and I'm dying to know what you have in store. So what are we going to talk about? Well, I think instead of telling you, I'm going to show you right now and our friends can listen. Okay. So it's a red screen with a rated R. Ooh, rated R. There's a special night in the lives of all of us. A night to be beautiful, to be desirable. A night we can break all the rules and make our own. Prom night. Prom night. (laughs) Oh, prom night or prom prom? Well, it's a rated R movie, but we're going to go PG here. And we're just going to talk about all the fun stuff about oh, prom. Okay. <laughs> the voiceover guy and what he says about prom. It's pretty quintessential for 80s and 90s prom for sure. Today, we're going to talk about the age old tradition of dressing up, borrowing your uncle's fancy car and pinning fresh flowers to your date. I loved prom. So fun. <laughs> so fun. In the peak of the 80s, I had two teenage brothers and they did all the teenage boy things that you see in the movies. They were jocks. They drove hot rods. They had feathered hair and of course, girlfriends. And they also went to prom and I literally thought they were the coolest humans who existed on the planet. That is what, yeah. So I was very enthralled. It's almost like a little family tradition, almost like a little barbecue or picnic that you have on Labor Day. It has that kind of feel for me sometimes when I think about the word prom. Because my brothers would get dressed up. They'd go over to my uncle's house. They'd borrow his really 
fancy Lincoln town car. We'd go over and take pictures. And my grandma, if I could find the picture of my grandma with my brother, it is just the best. She's in her jammies, y'all. She's in her jammies. It's so good. I was mesmerized by the satin, the cucumber, cucumbers, the cumber buns, totally 80s, and all of the puffy sleeves. I'm going to say that the cummerbund, it hasn't made a comeback and I'm a little disappointed. Maybe Gen Alpha is going to have to bring that back because I don't see Gen Z doing it and the millennials totally missed the boat. Yes. So I know that you don't have any older siblings, so you can't quite walk down memory lane like I just did. But have you ever seen Footloose or Pretty in Pink? Um, Yeah, a million times, a million times. Each. Okay. Footloose, I used to watch, I would skip church with my friend Laura and we would go to her family's van. They had one of those big conversion vans. And I don't know, we would say we had to go to the bathroom. We'd go out to her van and we would watch Footloose in the van because it had a VCR. So yeah, Footloose was one of my favorite movies in the 90s and I loved everything about it. Well, Monica, I'm going to take you down a little memory lane here. Now, everyone, it was not a 90s movie. It actually came out in 1984, uh, but there was a lot of nostalgia around it. It really did pick up steam, I would say for years and years and years and affected pop culture at the prom level for a long time. Put Kevin Bacon on the map. It did. It did. He's now so everyone knows he, him. Oh, he's a cutie in this. All right. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the trailer and Monica, feel free to tell me any of your ensuing thoughts as you watch the trailer, because there's not a lot of talking and I'm a little disappointed. There's not a lot of voiceover, but I think you and I can help with that. <laughs> He's the new kid in town, and the music's on his side. Footloose. Look at those hips shaking. See the cute boy in church. Danger. Oh, oh man, aren't they? Thanks. Tight jeans, tight tank. Lots of giggling, lots of cars. So many car crashes. Look at this rebellious She's so pretty. I just playing chicken. Yeah, when they're playing chicken. Oh, look at this. He's getting beat up. Dancing in the football field. Oh man, small town cops. And I can't save your life. Oh, and here we have that cute kiss. Awesome. Such a good beat. Dancing alone. Paramount Pictures presents Footloose. good trailer. Awesome. Monica, every time I hear that song, it brings me back to a talent show I did in the fourth grade where I solo danced to that song. Did you really? I did. I wish there were video. Is there video? There may be video, but my mom probably taped over it for Sally Jesse Raphael or something. But oh, that's another episode. Oh, for the sure. red rimmed glasses. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. 
I'm excited. We just came up with that, y'all. We're excited. <laughs> so I still know moves to that. Um, I was obviously obsessed with this. Now, for those who don't know, and for those who do, I'm going to break it down because there is a really good story that goes with this. So the premise here for Footloose is that you're in a small hick town that doesn't allow dancing until this studly new kid, an outsider, comes in and he really shakes things up and he pushes the town to agree to have one. Now, now, Monica, what do you think about that premise just in general off the top of your head? Top of my head, I think it's a caricature of evangelical Christianity, uh, but I love the idea of the rebel coming in and really shaking things up. What if I told you that where Zach grew up, they did not allow dancing? Uh, what? It's not just made up. It's not just made <laughs> up, y'all. For real. I gotta share this story. Last night, I texted my mother-in-law because when I had moved into this area, I heard a rumor that they were not allowed to dance in the 80s where my husband grew up. And yes, and I thought, oh, please. And I'm just thinking, oh, they didn't have the capacity to dance or not that it wasn't allowed, right? Right. Maybe they like, needed how to can do you outlaw dancing. Right. David danced for the Lord. Monica. Oh, yeah. Now, wait. <laughs> so I uh, texted my mother-in-law last night when I was finishing up uh, outlining this episode. And I'm like, I'm going to explore this rumor. Is it real? You want to hear what she texted me? I'm going to read to you what, what she texted it, me it. back. She said this. Um, we graduated in 1972 and we were the first prom to have a dance. However, it was not held at the school, but at the Delta Forum. Dancing was not allowed in the school. No. 72? Yeah. So in 1972, they were allowed to dance for the first time because it wasn't held on school property. Now I haven't gone on to look and see if the rest of the rumor, which now apparently is true, uh, what really happened in the 80s and how long dancing on school property was not allowed. But yeah, my husband, his roots are in what I would call the original Footloose. I was going to say, you just uncovered the origin of Footloose. This whole time I thought it was just made up. <laughs> it's funny, not evangelical Christians around here, but Mennonites are around here and uh, Dunkards. Okay. I don't know if they're against dancing. I'm just telling you. Yeah. So I am going to play a clip for everyone. And it's funny because Monica didn't know any of this, uh, but she did mention the evangelical Christian part. So in the fact that David danced. So I'm going to play a clip right here of Kevin. Kevin Bacon's character when he goes to the town meeting. I think Mr. McCormick has a right to be heard. <laughs> well, I just, I, I just wanted to say a few words about this motion so that uh, you, you wouldn't think that we were encouraging destruction with this idea. From the oldest of times, people danced for a number of reasons. They danced in prayer, or so that their crops would be plentiful, or so their hunt would be good. And they danced to stay physically fit and show their community spirit. And they danced to celebrate. And that that is the dancing that we're talking about. Yeah. Aren't we told? In He's getting the Bible in out. Psalm 149. I love, I love it. I love it. Praise ye the Lord. 
sing unto the Lord a new song. Let them praise his name in the dance. Amen. 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 And the preacher just cannot handle it. King David, who, who we read David about let go. in, in Samuel. And, and, and what did David do? What did David do? What, what did, did he do, Monica? Do? David <laughs> danced before the... Y'all, that's where Monica learned that David danced. It was from Footloose. It wasn't Sunday school. It was a little bit of both, but honestly, <laughs> I probably watched Footloose more <laughs> than <to> Sunday <laughs> Not true. So, Actually, I went to Sunday school every Sunday for 18 years. So <laughs> I love teasing you. So that's a really great uh, clip from the movie. Now, y'all, I would love for you to go watch the movie because his reasoning behind dancing and a lot of the other scenes, literally nothing to do with the Bible. But this is a really great scene. He knew how to get in and get what he wanted. And he did. At the end of this clip, uh, they go ahead and they vote on it and they allow these children to have a dance for the first time. And the prom scene in this movie. It's one of the best ever. Oh my goodness. And it's just nothing I can even play for a podcast. It's going to be something that you need to go look up. And I'll try to find the best clip for it and include it in our show notes so you can really enjoy it. But it's very iconic. Uh, Kevin Bacon has on this maroon blazer and then he throws a Glitter. <laughs> glitter. I love glitter. I don't know if glitter. he throws it, but it looks like he does. It's such a great, it's the whole, I love the whole movie. God. I just decided I'm going to watch it. I enjoy it so much. I probably haven't seen it since I was young and did that dance for the talent show. And it is really good. And if you like a movie that is about teen angst and fighting the system, here you go. You know, I make a lot of fun of Paul because there's certain movies that Paul will watch. It doesn't matter what part of the movie he turns it on to you know like Conan the Barbarian he will watch that if it's five minutes from the end or 55 minutes from the end doesn't matter I feel like Footloose is one of those it has so many good scenes I don't see how it couldn't be that way you're not right. going to miss out it is one of those movies that isn't an action movie that if you went to get popcorn you probably missed something okay Monica so we talked about Footloose we found the origin story which apparently is my mother-in-law I'm going <laughs> with it prove me wrong prove me wrong right. mind you we're up here in the Midwest and, and, and that obviously if you listen to people's accents takes place in the South somewhere but mm -hmm. y'all I could not tell you how when I was watching the clips I was like oh yeah that's that's where my husband grew up <laughs> But then we move from Footloose and I'm talking all about this because I really was obsessed with the prom uh, because of my brothers. And like I said, they were the jocks with sports cars. And I probably thought I was literally watching them when I watched these movies because I was a little kid. But the other one, I know Monica said she watched it a million times. I know I was affected by it because I have a dress that I wore that looks very similar to the pretty and pink prom dress. And I wore it as an eight-year-old. So I will, I still have it and hopefully I can get a picture up for everybody. Yeah, um, I think that's another one. Paul will watch that movie no matter what scene he turns it on to. Oh, really? He yeah, really Paul likes movies. Movie. Paul reminds me of my dad. My dad loved movies and would watch any scene when it came on if it was one of his favorite movies. And he'd call you into his den and he'd say, watch this with me. And oh, I miss that. Aw. He well, does. He's like, hey, hey, come here, come here. I was like, no, come do 
doing something. Like I'm, doing, I'm always doing <laughs> so yeah, cute. Really sweet. It is. It is sweet. It's it's how they want to share their emotions with you. I think now, but we yeah. don't need. This is a podcast about nothing serious. No, Seriously, we get serious about. So we're not emotions. No, we're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on to pretty in pink, which actually has a lot to do with men's emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm gonna play you the iconic scene where she gets asked to prom. So this is Andy, and that also answers a few questions about why. Oh, yeah. Now Ducky's not in the scene. It's okay. Blaine. So for those who are not aware of Pretty in Pink, um, and that's okay because you've probably lived life, seen other movies. And a lot of us who listen to this podcast, I feel like we're a little on the young side. So what we saw when we saw Pretty in Pink, it was not in theaters. It was playing on you know friday or sunday night movie on Mm -hmm. one of the three stations we had right so (laughs) um and they bleeped out words for you pretty in pink is about a normal girl from i wouldn't necessarily say the wrong side of the tracks but she wasn't one of the rich ones and she falls for a sensitive rich guy and then there's the jerk rich guy and he tries to ask her out and she turns him down and then of course there's also the boy next door the been your friend since you were 10 and that's who Monica mentioned Ducky always Mm -hmm. going after her so it all centers around this whole dating and the getting asked to the prom and going to the prom is a pretty central theme in here which is why it's called pretty and pink she wears pink dress at the end all right so I'm going to play this clip where she gets asked to the prom I'm really sorry for bumming out the night for you didn't bum out anything had a great time liar I was with you. I had a great time. If I was in a Turkish prison, I'd have a great time with you. I don't know. It's just it's just too weird for me, you know? Maybe this shouldn't happen. What, you and me? So well, sensitive. You know, maybe it doesn't happen all no the time. Sensitive. Doesn't mean it isn't right, right? Baby-faced. Doesn't mean we can't try. Feel any better if I ask you to the prom? Prom's kind of lame, so if you don't want to go, it's really no big deal. And then they just make out with their face. Now we need to make out. Lots of making out. She doesn't say yes. She just, though, I don't know if he knows, but she is saying yes with a kiss. (laughs) Lots of kissing with the tongue. Thanks. Up close, y'all. Up close. Oh, yeah. Where's that hand going? We don't know. I mean, it's, it's actually it's really sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. Now she's inside with her dad. Hey, what? Oh. It happened. He asked me. And? I accepted. Well, congratulations. She's such a No adult. more moping around the house waiting for the telephone to ring. So, you're in love? Sorry. So sweet. Such a good movie. I know Ducky's not in the scene, but who doesn't love Ducky in this movie? Oh, I love Ducky. I am going to give him a scene. I'm going to do Ducky because he deserves some credit here. He's funny. So I'm going to do his clip in the girls' bathroom. Yo, man, next time I'll kick your ass. That'll be that. I'm just kidding. That's it's a joke. <laughs> How about that stock market? <laughs> my broker is E.F. Hutton, and E.F. Hutton says, "Oh, look, it's my jock brothers." 
I don't think they picked on anybody, though. That was totally a trope in 80s movies. My brother was actually more like Blaine, and he was super, my oldest brother, super shy and sensitive. Okay, I'm going to keep playing the clip. Okay. You see, it never works. It never works. I've never seen it work. He just got thrown into the girls' bathroom by the rich jocks. So here we go. And it's the bathroom filled with chicks. I've never seen that before. <laughs> yes. Three of them All ran of them. out. Yeah. And now there's four. So this is what it looks like. This is great. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You got doors on the stalls. They're not stuck. Wait a minute. We don't have none of this stuff in the boys. Wait a minute. We don't got none of this. We don't got doors on the stalls in the boys. We don't have what is this? We don't have a candy machine. <laughs> the tampon machine, a candy machine. It's great. Oh, so innocent. In the boys' room, we don't got none of that. None. I'm sorry. No, I want the principal here. I want him here this instant. Oh, now, this instant. Oh, this is such a good movie. So if you haven't seen Pretty in Pink and you want to watch something that is fun and will throw you back to a distant time, I would suggest that. It's a good little chick flick. Or I'm sorry, a teen drama. Well, yeah, I mean, I would go with teen drama because, again, Paul loves Pretty in Pink. To be honest, I don't think it is a chick flick. There are way too many male emotions in this for it to be a chick flick. Mm -hmm. That's probably why Paul likes it. Again, he can emote through it. Again, nothing serious, seriously. <laughs> maybe ducky oh maybe he relates to ducky we saw that little clip there about her getting asked to prom do you remember getting asked to prom i know nowadays they make a big deal out of it and i'm not going to get into that because it's its whole thing that's current events if you will and we're, and we're taking some steps back into the past so monica do you remember being asked to prom or even your first prom i do i remember my first prom i think it was junior prom uh and since i was homeschooled it was a little bit tricky so I made some friends playing travel soccer and they empathized or sympathized with my situation that I they were my friends and I didn't have access to a prom so they kind of arranged for one of their guy friends to ask me to junior prom oh I loved my dress too oh what oh, did your God. dress look like I wish I still had it it was bright pink bright pink short poofy square neckline wide straps oh my god it was so great why don't I have it do you have pictures now? do you have pictures no, I don't think so. I, I think kept all my dresses. The have pictures, but it was I kept them for a long time, and finally, you know, I hit thirty-two or thirty-three. And I told my mom just to get rid of them, not get rid of them, to donate. I think some of them are back in style now. Some girls wearing them right now, probably. So I was asked by friends, a friend's friend, right? A guy friend. And he picked me up in his dad's Dodge Viper. So I didn't go Ooh. in an old sedan. I went in a really hot Oh, so rod. you went in the yeah. hot rod. I think by the time we were in school, hot rods were in. Actually. Yeah, no, it was so it was so fun. Didn't have any crazy, like, romantic being asked story. I was just really happy to go and be a part of it. I have a story about being asked to prom. I was asked to prom by a boy and I said yes to him. Now I'm going to give you a little backstory on this boy. He had asked me to a school dance and we were going to go together and he had my ticket. Well, he decided the night of he'd rather ask my friend and he took her. What? Yeah. Now uh, the fact that I said yes to him to go to prom after he treated me like trash was the was because I was a sophomore 
and the only way you could get an invite to prom was by a junior or senior. And this junior boy asked me to prom and he was cute and a jerk and I wanted to dress up and be cute. I didn't care anything about him. Sorry, I was fifteen. Right. everybody. Low standards. Oh, <laughs> I didn't either. So, yeah. so he asked me to prom. Well, fast forward two weekends. I meet a boy and we start dating and he's the cutest thing that's ever existed in my 15 year old mind. And he asks me to prom. I mean, within three days of date, right. But I had already said yes to this other boy. And my mother told me, no, you may not. And then I said, did you know what he did to me at this dance? And then she said, oh yeah, no. She goes, actually, I forbid you to go to another dance. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, but my mom, she, and she would have been right because actually Brady, he just got asked, um, twice. A senior asked him and a junior, he's just a sophomore. And we told him that even if he wanted to go with the other person, which I'm not saying that he did, uh, mm-hmm. that somebody already asked, he already committed. He absolutely right. cannot go back on that. And my no, mom, he can't. Right, when she initially said that to me until she mm-hmm. heard he was a jerk and needed to be paid back. And then she, she was all for that. And so right. I went to the prom and my dress was short and light pink. And I would say it was probably like a baby doll. It almost looks like a nighty from the 70s, to be quite honest with you, if I can explain kind of what it looked like. And I wore clear shoes and I felt like Cinderella. And it was such a fun night for me. My favorite prom of the three proms that I went to. And we went out to a fancy dinner and I was with all the older kids. Yeah. Older and the older girls. I was a little intimidated, but he was a cutie, sweetie pie. And he paid for my super fancy dinner. And that is the one and only time that I ate duck and it was fantastic. So I don't remember much about the actual prom other than I felt like a princess and he was a gentleman and he took me directly home, no partying or anything like that. And then we sat on the couch until like two in the morning because my parents let me do that. So apparently Um, I lived in a movie script when I tell stories, but no, they were really like that for me. And it was really, it was really fun time. So I I have, other prom uh, stories that I'll share later. Um, they're not as cute and sweet, but <laughs> but that one was. Listening to your story, I just remembered the first name of my first prom date. His name was Mike. Oh, I went, I went with Mike and my friend Mindy and her boyfriend were there. My friend Christine and her date were there. And then the guy that I had the hugest, I mean, just the most Ooh. monster crush on. Steve. Yeah. He was there with somebody else and I was just kind of heartbroken. Yeah. Because I'd only met him maybe two times before. Anyway, long story short, Steve and I ended up dating for quite a while. And we ended up going to senior prom together as boyfriend and girlfriend. Tell me about your senior prom. The senior prom, Steve asked me, I mean, it was kind of assumed that we would go together, right? Because we were boyfriend and girlfriend for the second time at this point. Because Monica, I would have been so jealous of you. As a teenager, I wanted nothing more than a serious, steady boyfriend who would be willing to date me longer than 60 days. So in my little 15, 16, 17 year old heart, you're telling like the cutest story right now to me. I went on my very first date ever. We went to see the movie Powder. We went out to Olive Garden. This is such a cute story. I know it's not prom y'all, but who isn't loving this story that Monica's telling right now? It's just so 
Sweet. So that's my prom story with Steve. You know, we dated, broke up, started dating again senior year, and I went to senior prom with him and we had a great time. It was very, I felt like Cinderella. I had an image of the dress that I wanted and I ended up finding it. I wanted to be Cinderella in the blue dress and I literally found a blue dress. Wow. Did you wear that later? I swear. I did. I wore it to one of our formals in college. Okay. I thought so. I thought so. And I I curled my hair. Of course. So I'm going to move on from these super sweet, cute stories. Now, like I said, I have one wonderful prom story. But beyond that, I don't particularly feel like the rest of my proms were as magical. And I think that has to do with who you're going with. And I had already had the best experience my sophomore year. So I want to move into talking about prom gone wrong. So this is going to be good. Oh, this is. So I went online and tried to look up some stories about prom going wrong. I am really looking for some fun stories about something stupid you did or your makeup fell off your face or your one fingernail gets stuck in your... dates hair, you know, those types of stories. Your zipper Um, break. Yes. So I'm just going to ask straight up right now. Do you remember anything like that happening to you or to any friends? No, I just, we, yeah, no. Other than looking at some pictures of myself and seeing my lipstick and understanding (laughs) why my dad was like, are you sure? Oh my gosh. So cute. I am going to ask a little bit. Do you remember getting ready? Did you go and get your hair done or did you do it yourself? I mean, what was, what was your getting ready like? Because I know you have great DIY beauty. So I feel like you got to come. I am DIY beauty. That's where it started. Right. Okay. I I did my own makeup with Revlon and L'Oreal and yeah, I I did it all myself. Uh, Cute. So prom is the only time I really ever put makeup on and by makeup, I mean, I wore some lipstick. I don't even know if I wore mascara again. I always thought everyone looked so beautiful and polished, but it was nothing that I was really into. I did, however, always put on fake nails that you glued on. And inevitably before the end of the night, I didn't even know where half of them were every time. Every time. Do you know what I would do? I would get my nails done with acrylic or whatever. Yeah. And after I had it done, it was so great. And then I wanted them off and I couldn't take them off myself. Mm. It was a disaster. And then my nails were, I felt like they were ruined for six months. Yes. Oh, definitely. That was my experience with getting my nails That would be my splurge. Your splurge. I didn't have prom splurges. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about prom gone wrong. Now, Monica, um, I'm going to take you to a 17, the magazine little article here and show you what one of the prom stories that was super embarrassing to somebody. And if you don't mind reading it, that would be great. It was the day of prom and all my friends met at my house to wait for the limo. When it never got there, we started panicking because we didn't have a ride. So my mom decided to let us borrow her minivan. I had to drive it in seven inch heels on a rainy day <laughs> and ballet it in front of the venue while everyone else was pulling up in their limos. It was so embarrassing, but they made it right. I mean, they did make- went in a pumpkin. <laughs> I have a story that's very similar to this. So junior prom was probably the worst prom that I had. And a friend of mine, a guy who was a friend, he asked me to go and I don't know why he asked me to go. To this day, I'm not sure if he liked me or if he he probably felt bad. During that time, my grandmother had just passed away and my mom was not in a good place as I was not in a good place after my dad died. So I totally Mm. get it. So this is how 
I bought my prom dress that year, which was very sad when I look back on it. And I, I know we don't talk about anything serious seriously, but this is part of, you know, prom gone wrong because everything went wrong for me at my junior prom. Hey, I want to hear. My mom was a seamstress and she had made a lot of my fancy dresses for different things over the years. I loved getting store-bought though, because I probably was embarrassed that my mom made my dresses, even though my mom made the most beautiful dresses. But I think that's a mom-daughter dynamic. You get a little embarrassed by your mom. It's natural. But she had taken me shopping the year before to get mm-hmm. the pretty pink dress that I love. And I was looking forward to doing that with her again, because okay. even when she made me my dresses, we went shopping beforehand mm-hmm. and then she would make the pattern out of her brain. Wow. Yeah. She was amazing. You know that about- oh yeah. yeah. So But this is how I got my junior year dress. She dropped me off at Sears and went and ran an errand and told me to get it picked out before she got back. We usually went to Dillard's and a couple other places just a little bit nicer and and made a fun time of it when looking for my dresses. Because like I said, my mom would just go make them. And so just to be dropped off like next to the tool. really sad. Like I remember being very sad, but I wasn't going to communicate that to my mom because Mm -hmm. I had never seen her so broken in my life. And my mom is a very strong person. Okay. So that's it. So I get the dress and I will say that it is not that nice of a dress and it was not flattering on me. And there's a lot of things wrong with it. My mom probably Mm would have picked them all out right away and we would have had a little fight, but then she would end up helping me find the perfect dress. I don't have a date. Um, During this time I had been flirting with a guy in Spanish class, but I really liked him so, so much, so much. And he ended up going with his girlfriend. So there was that, but then there was the ultimate, the ultimate horror, Monica, the what? ultimate. What happened? Another girl was wearing my dress, yeah. but that's not even the worst part, even yeah, though it's the ultimate is. prom horror. Yeah. The worst part was it was a couple hours before time to leave for prom. Mm-hmm. And I get a phone call from my friend. Mm-hmm. So during this time, my grandmother had died. Personal oh. tragedy. No, two, it would have been just two weeks. Okay. Personal okay. tragedy. But then a tornado blew through our town and we didn't even have school and some people didn't even have houses. So oh my two, God. Yes. So two hours before prom, my date calls me and uh-huh. says that his mom doesn't feel comfortable letting him use the car huh. for prom I mean, and that wow. I need to get it figured out. <laughs> you need to get it figured out? Yeah. I think that that his mom was under stress because their entire neighborhood was obliterated, but they still had yeah. a home. Okay. okay well, they that's still fair. had a home. They still had a home. But everybody was really stressed out during this time. So I borrowed my brother's car because mm-hmm. I wanted to take a Monte Carlo, his white Monte Carlo. Well, okay. he was a smoker and it was oh. disgusting and I had oh. to go clean it out. Okay. Me, my mom didn't go. My dad didn't go clean it out for me. I did when I was- Monica, you sound really dedicated to going to this prom. I was, y'all. I mean, I said I was obsessed (laughs) with the prom. Like, I didn't care how I was going to get there. Nothing was going to stop you from going to prom. Not having a date, not going to stop me. (laughs) Not having a dress, not going to stop me. Nope. Not having a car? Oh, hell no. Not going to stop me. So anyway, I went. I took care of it. It (laughs) smelled. Did it still smell? It smelled like the shampoo. Have you ever used the shampooer at the car? (laughs) Okay. And it was wet that day. (laughs) So it never 
dried. dried. So the back (laughs) of my dress was like wet as I'm driving to go pick up my date who I, I kind of want to reach out to him and ask what he thought about that prom. And he was such a nice guy to take me. And, and we were such good friends in that science class. And we had a lot of fun together. Um, I do remember having fun that night. Um, definitely. But it was probably, yeah, it was the worst prom experience for sure. So I've got a prom story. Okay. It's like a pre-prom story. Oh, great. Let's it's hear a it. story about everybody meeting at my house. And my dad had two cameras, right? He had one loaded with black and white film and the other with colored film. But we took so many photos, so many photos. He even drove with us to where we were meeting the limo. That was not normal back then to go no. to location and shoot. So my dad went with us to where the Whole group was getting together and he took even more photos and I was like oh my god these are gonna be the best pictures ever Monica in the one camera there was no film and in the <laughs> other camera it wasn't loaded correctly I have two no. photos wow oh your poor dad my poor dad it's like my dad he was just like I'm so sorry you know it's not as fall as like well I mean oh well it was the 90s we didn't have much in the way of pictures anyway so no and you know adding those 35 millimeter rolls it gets tricky oh yes definitely so I bet a lot of people have have some horror stories and I bet a lot of people have some really good fun stories to go with prom um but in the tone of horror story I did want to introduce a couple of movies that are emblematic of prom um that I would consider prom horror stories because they are literally horror slasher films <laughs> um so the first one I think the most iconic one I'm just wondering if you can guess what that is mm, I'm torn between two I'm gonna go okay. with Harry yes Carrie so Carrie came out in 1976 and for those of you who don't know the storyline basically there's this girl these really mean popular kids they Mm -hmm. trick her into thinking that she's one of them and this guy asks her to prom and as she becomes the queen Mm -hmm. they pour pig's blood on her it's the only scene I've ever seen yes so that's the most iconic scene but I am going to play a little trailer for you from Carrie because I know some of you have some really horrible prom stories, but at least they're not this bad. I have to stop that. That is literally the same music that goes in before Poison Ivy. (laughs) Y'all, Poison Ivy were not creative. (laughs) They were not. This is from 76 and Poison Ivy was from 93. Okay, here we go. Here's the trailer to Carrie. The night of the senior prom, the Bates High School gym is alive with excitement. Everybody is there, even Carrie White, the girl no one likes. We're all sorry about this incident, Cassie. It's Carrie! And everyone makes fun of her. The girl who lives in that creepy house with her crazy mother. Any woman see the sin of her days and ways, show her that if she had remained sinless, the curse of blood would never have come on her. The girl with strange power. If I concentrate hard enough, I can move things. But tonight, no one will laugh at Carrie. If you don't have a date for the prom next Friday, would you like to go with me? She's with the best-looking boy in the senior class. He's trying to trick me again. 
she'll be voted queen of the prom. You know, I can make sure that you don't hurt Carrie White anymore. For Carrie, it will be a dream come true. For everyone else, it will be a nightmare. <laughs> Carrie. New film by Brian De Palma. Based on the chilling bestseller. Yeah, Carrie is a Stephen King novel, actually. I've never read it. Um, I have seen the movie, as I just described earlier, and it is dark. Um, it is twisted. And you do, or at least I did, find yourself siding with Carrie in the end because Ooh. everyone is so awful to her. Even though I had like the worst <laughs> junior prom, I didn't have anything done to me in the way that Carrie did. So I can laugh it off all these years later and just realize, you know, that's sometimes what happens when you over romanticize just one night. It's true. Thanks so much for letting us be part of your day, whether that's folding socks, driving to work, or getting in your cardio. We're happy to provide you with some entertainment about nothing serious, seriously. For extended show notes, please head over to our website, twomonicaspodcast.com. That's with the number two. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Two Monica's Podcast and find us on Pinterest at Two Monica's Podcast. If you'd like to connect with us directly, email us at Two Monica's Podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. That was fun. And now we'd like to share our music credits. Glitter Blast by Kevin McLeod.